Welcome to No Small Talk, the arts and entertainment podcast for the Arkansas Times. I'm Stephanie Smittle, and I'm here with Amaya Jones. Hello. Today, we'll talk a little bit about what's happening in the arts and entertainment world in central Arkansas. But let's let's just get started. Yeah. So first up, we have an announcement about Filmland from the Arkansas Cinema Society. This exciting. is exciting. This is very exciting. It really is. Yeah. So last year, um, they made a, you know, sort of a big uh, mm-hmm. premiere event uh, where they, they, you know, they... They screened and Jeff Nichols came and sort of um, maybe sort of a way of setting out the mission statement of Arkansas Cinema Society. I don't know if they would phrase it that way, but that's okay that I don't know because next week mm-hmm. on the podcast we'll have Matt DeCampbell. Uh, Yay. Yeah, at the Arkansas Cinema Society. But for now, we do want to share this with you. They announced a portion of the star-studded lineup for Filmland, the annual film festival. Uh, it's going to be August 23rd through 26th that's a thursday through a sunday and richard linklater is coming here that's pretty cool it is pretty yeah. cool um what film is he bringing with him the new oh, boys. boys yeah 1998 never saw that. that's one of those movies i remember seeing the trailer for that like in the 90s and never got around to actually watching it i've never seen it i uh i mean i i, I trust that it's sort of like a um gonna reveal something to to us about his <laughs> career but i thought of it because for the Arkansas Times film series, we did a series of heist films. Right. And, mm-hmm. um, maybe this is maybe this is on the next round. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, we didn't really do any of these like those like American like early twentieth century bank robber films. So that's yeah, that's I guess we only showed three films in that series. Mm-hmm. So you, you're kind of limited in sort of the scope of, of what you what you're going to do if you're only going to do three films. Yeah. But. So all of these screenings, the Newton boys and all the rest of the screenings, uh, Jeff Nichols will uh, moderate a uh, Jeff Nichols, of course, a filmmaker here from from Arkansas who did Loving and Midnight Special and um, so and Mud. Uh, So he'll discuss the films afterward. Um, There'll be kick ass after parties Um, Friday of the Filmland Festival. All the screenings are devoted to Arkansas filmmakers. So Jennifer Gerber who does the Hot Springs Documentary Film Festival, will screen her film, The Revival. Aman Abbasi will screen Davion here. So if you didn't catch that last time, uh, it was here. You can catch that then. And then the Arkansas premiere of Daniel Campbell and Graham Gordy's Antiquities will happen that Friday as well with a discussion uh, with Mary Steenburgen and Gary Newton, the executive producer of the film. So they're they're putting a focus on local filmmakers, uh, executive director of ACS, Catherine Tucker, said we want to give local filmmakers a bigger platform to amplify their work and reach more people. Again, sort of at the core of, of ACS's mission, um, as I understand it. And then Mary Steenburgen comes back on Saturday for a screening of, and I'm a big nerd because this is like the one that I'm most excited about, but uh, they're going to screen several episodes of Will Forte's Fox series, Last Man on Earth, uh, with Forte, Mary Steenburgen, John Solomon, and Ted Danson will join Nichols on stage for a Q&A session. Have you seen Last Man on Earth? I haven't. Um, and that sounds cool. I kind of wish they'd also thrown in... Do you ever watch Curb Your Enthusiasm? I have seen it. Yeah. yeah. In the last season, one of the plot lines was that... So Larry David and his wife had separated... And uh, Ted Danson and oh. Mary Steenburgen on the show okay. had separated. Okay. And Ted Danson was going after Larry David's ex-wife. And Larry David tried to go after Mary Steenburgen, but okay. she she shut it down. Okay. And it was okay. really funny. And it's completely fixed. You know, it's not real. But um, I've had a, I've sort of had a 
a thing against Ted Danson ever since, oh. just for what he did to Larry David. Yeah. In a fictional reality. Yeah, but but you know he's a good enough actor you can hate him mm. for something his character mm. did, right? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Hold it against him. Did you ever see Bored to Death? Yes. Yeah. Really? Yeah, with Jason Schwartzman. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> Always a surprise when anyone's seen that. I love Bored to Death. There was this period where HBO was doing a bunch of interesting things. Like there was Bored to Death, Enlightened. Uh, there was a show called How to Make it in America that lasted for I think two seasons. Mm. Um, that was really good. Uh, I can't remember who was on. I, I don't remember her. The, the name. She was in um, in a world. Uh, mm. That movie with about the voice the people who do like the voice uh, overs for movie trailers. Okay. But anyway, uh, yeah, HBO used to, do, used to do a bunch of interesting. Oh, stuff. Oh, like in a world. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, I, I mean, I'm, I'm a sucker for really. I'll watch anything Jason Schwartzman is in, and I don't even care if he sort of plays the character that he played in Rushmore again and again and again. It's totally okay with me. <laughs> I'm, did you, on, I'm on board. The last year the film festival was here. Did you go through They screened a Jason Schwartzman film. And then they like live like FaceTimed or Skyped him in or okay. something, and uh, for for a Q and A afterwards. And the whole time it was just like him hanging out with his dog. Sounds great yeah. to me. Yeah. I once listened to like maybe two hours of him and his wife doing a serious XM special uh, around just like about their favorite songs. Then they were talking, and it, mm. it was. Oh, man. It was great. It's good stuff. I feel like I just learned something about you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, last man on earth. So they're also going to screen um, another. Will Forte also did MacGruber. Mm-hmm. So they're going to film. They're going to screen uh, MacGruber. And finally, the documentary Survivor's Guide to Prison is going to screen. And Christina and David Arquette will be here, Ooh. along with writer director Matthew Cook. Um, they'll have an after party at the Rev Room. And then Sunday, the last day of the festival, Josh and Miles Miller's All the Birds Have Flown South will be screened. And as I understand it, somewhere in this mix is a visit from Ben Nichols of Lucero, who's Jeff Nichols' brother. And they have uh, collaborated. I believe Jeff uh, directed a music video Mm -hmm. of of Ben's. And so um, all good stuff and lots of Arkansas connections. So we'll be talking with Matt DeCampbell more about all that next week. Awesome. And then I want to let you know, too, about Perfect Blue. Perfect Blue is the new track out from Coon de Garçon and another uh, very charismatic hip-hop artist who I like called mm-hmm. Suki Yomi. That's T-S-U-K-I-Y-O-M-I. Wow, that's really hard to spell. <laughs> we'll link to this on our blog, but uh, Suki Yomi does a Japanese verse on the track and uh goon de garçon shouts out to his time in new zealand of course it's accompanied with all these like beautiful visuals of new zealand mountains and monarch butterflies floating through them and um that sort of aesthetic a uh, couple of just like two very different charismatic hip-hop performers joining together and i was just so thrilled to see that so check it out perfect blue we'll link to it on the blog post that accompanies this podcast and then some of you might know the video platform audio tree mm-hmm. so they do like these video sessions of bands it's very intimate there's no audience it's just like almost as if you're watching that band record a studio session uh, amasa Hines did a really incredible one a couple of years ago and uh the latest band to be featured on that is little rock slash conway's own very own couch jackets with new tunes from their album go to bed uh, they 
are playing a show. By the time you hear this, you'll have missed it. Sorry, should have been there uh, at uh, at the Whitewater Tavern. That's Thursday night. But uh, check out their audio tree session, Couch Jackets. That's the, the latest on the audio tree platform. And then finally, we want to give a quick shout out. There's a, a Miller Williams Poetry Prize that they award every year. It's 5,000 bucks. And then the U of A Press publishes a poetry collection. It goes to Jose Padua this, this year for his poetry collection, A Short History of Monsters. Um, Mr. Padua is a sort of spoken word poet who's performed a lot in the New York literary scene and has spent the last 10 years living in Virginia's Shenandoah Valley. Uh, the, the panel described his poetry as natural sounding poems that lead us to striking insights and strange destinations. Um, so congratulations to Jose Padua. Pretty sweet. Nice. Check out the rest of what's going on this weekend in the Arkansas Times our issue this week is all about best of so the best chiropractor the best hiking trail the best uh radio personality so uh check that out there are a lot of like um kind of editor's picks where we just Mm -hmm. talk about things we dig (laughs) (laughs) and uh of course check out the duty list on page 50 of the arkansas times for more going on this weekend and we'll be right back We're back. We are back. We're back. Um, so, After a hiatus. Yes. We've, we've been, been out for a while. Like three weeks or so. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure listeners are, are, are wondering where we've been and probably worried for our safety. But rest assured, we are safe. We just took some time off because I was traveling. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I went to the Northeast for 13 days uh, and a trip that I started in D.C. and ended in Buffalo for a family reunion. Okay. And so, you know, I hadn't been up there in a long time. And in fact, the only city that I'd been to before was New York City um, that I visited this time. And so it was good to just go and like meet people who used to live in Little Rock and were friends. I got to stay with them and catch up on things and uh, experience a different uh, way of life for, you know, a couple weeks. Okay. Okay. And Um, you saw saw family? I saw some family. Um, Let's start at the beginning. So I flew into D.C. and, you know, it was Fourth of July week. And so it was pretty cool to see the fireworks and everything in the mall. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, you know, go to the Supreme Court, which wasn't in session. So they have uh, this a docent who gave, like, this oral history of the Supreme Court. And it's kind of cool because, like, you know, you go into these buildings and you just kind of wander around. You know, as long as, like, you know, they're not in session or anything like that. Um, I didn't get to go into the Capitol because the line was too long in that particular day that I was there. Sure. Uh, I also didn't get to go to the... Um, African-American History Museum. Was it a line or was it a picket line? No, like a line to a like line get line. in. Yeah, okay. mostly yeah. tourists. Okay. The, th- the great thing about D.C. is that nobody was there. Okay. Because it was like the week, it was, you know, it's the week of the 4th of July. And I just assumed that, that Congress was in a session, the court was in a session, and everyone who lived there seems like they just got out of town. So, like, it was great to be in this big city with lots of infrastructure and public transportation and then, like, have it all to yourself, it seemed like. Um but yeah, I also had to go to the portrait gallery and see the you know the portrait of the Obamas. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't How know. How do you feel about that portrait? Uh, lot, that was of, cool. Yeah, yeah the Wiley portrait of Obama mm-hmm. um, was just cool, and it's also cool because you know he was in the Delta a few years ago, uh, I think in like 2015 or 2016, and so I was not super familiar with his work, but right. I like, was kind of familiar with him uh, mm-hmm. before he was picked. 
the only disappointing thing was like you go like you know you you walk down this hall you turn you see this open door that's perfectly framing Michelle Obama's portrait you go in you look at it you turn around and right there inside the door frame is Rudy Giuliani so uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know why they would put those two in the same room together but it, it was sort of disappointing um, but yeah DC was cool so then from there I took the train to New York um, and I saw I didn't do a ton of touristy stuff in New York but I got to see one of my favorite films at 35 millimeter at this place called the Metrograph okay uh, it, was, it was a movie called Woman in the Dunes um, by a director named Hiroshi Teshikahara um, and it was it was totally just random I, you know, I didn't intend to go to New York and like do this but you know that's the kind of city it is where there are just films and things playing all the time and it was nice to take advantage of that and how do you find out about that I was staying with a friend and like after I got there she had like this thing it's like a newspaper event thing pulled up and I just saw that I was playing and said let's do that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it was really just random kismet mm-hmm. it's awesome yeah and then you saw Niagara Falls yeah and then yeah so uh, I ended up in Buffalo. I saw Niagara Falls, and the falls themselves are a sight to behold. Uh, and you know, you, they have this thing that's called the Maid of the Mist, where you go and you get on this boat. And the, the Maid of the Mist. The Maid of the Mist. Okay. And the boat takes you underneath the falls, or mm-hmm. as close to underneath the falls as they can get. And so they give you like this poncho to wear, and uh, that sounds because because you, you you know you get soaked because there's tons of water flowing all the time. Um, and you know, you can see Canada from the from right there in the falls. I did not go to the Canadian side. So I'm envisioning this, right? Mm-hmm. People probably want to take pictures of the falls, but then it's pouring. So then, are people like, are people? Do they have their cell phones out, like very oh, yeah, or they, Yeah, and they're it's just their cell phones get wet. Yeah, your cell phones okay. get a little wet. Okay. I mean, they don't like. I said again, they don't go like directly under the falls. And as you get closer, and the water really starts to come down then you might put your phone away mm-hmm. but at least initially you, you can yeah you might <laughs> uh i did because you know i don't really want to spend a bunch of money for a new phone but i'm sure if you're you know like a newer phone that's water resistant i'm sure it would be fine okay um probably just hard to actually see though unless you're wearing goggles or you know everything gets wet because it's pretty there's a lot of water well i'm so glad you're back yeah. me too podcast world is glad you're back Oh. Glad to be back at No Small Talk. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, do you have a recommendation? I do have a recommendation. It's going to be an unconventional one for me. Great. I'm going to tell people that with temperatures projected to be under 90 degrees this weekend, oh, you should yeah. go outside. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Go go to the park, read a book outside. Uh, it, it'll be relatively nice. What um, What book should we read? You know, I did not plan to talk about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, but this reminds me, on my trip, uh, I took some books with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple that were recommended to me by former Arkansas Times writer Jacob Rosenberg, uh, by uh, a writer named Patrick Moniano. Okay. He, uh, one was called The Black Notebook, and the other was called uh, Villa Tristis. And I would recommend both of those. But the primary book that I read uh, was called Fosse by uh, a writer named Sam Watson. It's a biography of the choreographer, director, Bob Fosse. Okay, yeah. Which they just announced this week is going to be adapted into a TV show for FX that is primarily going to focus on uh, his third marriage with dancer 
Gwen Verdon, who will be played by Michelle Williams, and Bob Fosse is going to be played by Sam Rockwell and Lin-Manuel Miranda uh, is, I guess, going to be writing it in some capacity. Fantastic. Yeah. So you have a head start on this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I, any of those books, but especially if you're in if you're into musical theater and dance and musical films, then I would recommend reading Fosse because there's lots of good, great information in that book. Fantastic. And do you have a recommendation? I do. I, you know, we we didn't coordinate this, but mine is to go outside too, but for nice. different reasons, <laughs> right? So if you uh, if it is too dark to stick your head in a book, mm-hmm. then you can look up. And right now you can see several planets in the sky in this arc, right? So in all the way on the western sky, uh, you'll see Venus, which is the mm-hmm. brightest in the, in the sky right now. It's going to look like a big star, but that's Venus. Um, and trace your viewpoint in an arc on back east and you'll see Jupiter. Uh, the, you'll also see Saturn. It's a little dimmer. And, but then if you keep going all, all the way almost um, toward the like in more, the easternmost part of the sky, you can see Mars right now and you can actually see that it's red. Uh, so it looks like a big a big star, but you, you mm-hmm. know if, as long as you're not like right in the city, you should be able to see mm-hmm. like it's it's decidedly red. And then the, the cool thing is uh, July 27th tonight, uh, you will be able to see Mars in opposition. so like, Basically, Mars and Earth are on the opposite side of the sun, so we'll be able to see Mars really well. It also so happens to just be a few days away from July 31st, which is when Mars is the closest to Earth. So like 38.5 billion miles or something like that. It's um, it, it doesn't usually come this close, right? So this is a really great time to see Mars. And so I'm going to suggest that you find a, a nice dark place kind of out of the city, go out toward Pinnacle Mountain if you live in Little Rock or if you live in um, Conway area, uh, head, you know, same way, head out on Highway 10, somewhere out there and check out the cosmos. Nice. Yeah. That's um, my recommendation. Awesome. And do we have a move for the week? I do. Tuesday. July 31st, and this is sort of a happy hour thing, so get ready to do this right after work. Um, Go maybe grab a beer at Mr. Chen's or at Mike's Vietnamese Cafe on South University, and then get thyself to Stella Boyle Smith Concert Hall at 5.30. The faculty at the Faulkner Chamber Music Festival, which is a branch of the Chamber Music Society of Little Rock, is putting together a, a recital of a bunch of really uh, seldom heard composers so this is if you uh, if you are uh, not a fan of classical music at all and you just think oh you know I, I don't want to go hear Bach and Vivaldi I hear that sort of on the radio all the time these are like deep cuts right mm-hmm. so these are kind of deep cuts of classical music they're gonna play some um, uh, Cesar Franck they're gonna play uh, Sofia Gubaidolina and that piece is called Reflections on the Theme Bach, B-A-C-H. So curious. And then a piece by a uh, contemporary composer, Andreas Zlabis, a movement for uh, string quartet and piano. So, um, yeah, check it out. These are basically like uh, they're instructors. So they're holding a, a camp for um, blossoming musicians who are young people. But then the faculty of the Faulkner Chamber Music Festival is, is doing this um, this recital. So, yeah, and that's on the campus of UA Little Rock. Oh, awesome. Down on University. Check it out. Sweet. 
Well, it's good to be back. And I guess that'll do it for this week. Yeah, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week on No Small. Thank you.